0: and welcome to the Trash Tapes Podcast as part of the Enigmatic Productions Network. If you love bad cinema and incredible deep dives into cult film, then you have come to the right place. So if you like what you hear and want to support us, you can do so by donating some funds to our Buy Me A Coffee website, along with the ACAR supporter feature. All of these can be found in the description below. And now, on with the show...
1: A
2: recording.
0: All right, let's see. <laughs> ah, <laughs> right. I have a bit of a sore throat, as you can yeah. see, a little bit. So I have to. <clears throat> there we go. Have to make sure that I, um, my voice is sexy smooth. You know, one of those. Mm.
2: Welcome to the trash tapes.
0: Nice. <laughs> nice. No, oh, my God. Uh, should we one day just do something like uh, trash tapes, like, after dark? <laughs> where it's just sort of us just being, like... So... This is where we can talk about porn or something, just go, like, and now. It's like, now as you slowly take off your top. Mm, sens- ooh, sensual. And there goes the goo. You
2: um, remember, like, Alan Partridge did, like, that segment of his show and it was like, mm. welcome to Alan's Deep Bar. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it like, And it had, like, a sound effect of like a bath being poured out. And then it had, like, mm, Alan's Deep Bath, <laughs> like, as
0: a title for it. <laughs> that's brilliant. I love it. <laughs> oh, but that's just something genuine, I thought. Maybe, OK, maybe because it's not legit porn, but we can always do porn parodies. Because you know about porn parodies, don't you? Yeah. Like, there's one recently, which I just I flipped through, and I don't know if I want to watch it, but it's only 10 minutes long, and it's a Lego movie porn. For God's sake. But I definitely think, like, the erotic thriller yeah. genre is one we've got to do. We've got to do more of those, because, you know what? This podcast is actually missing more boobs, because yeah. it's a bit of a sausage fest here, man. We boobs. Right, OK. <laughs>
2: One Man's Trash is
1: another man's treasure. Starring Johan Chapal as the instructor of pain. And Edward Harvey as the victim. From Studio Enigmatic comes... The Trash Tapes.
0: and welcome to another edition of The Trash Tapes, where one man's trash is another man's treasure. I am Johan Chapold, the Inflictor of Pain, and I am joined here by the birthday boy. Well, basically, this is your birthday episode. This is Edward's birthday episode. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. So, for your birthday, you decided to... uh, For your birthday, I said, pick the movie. Mm. You pick the film, you know, because I, I throw weird shit at you all the time. So you might as well, you pick the movie.
2: And I tend to go focus on like nostalgia like I'll think of a film from my youth that had like, six, I've got a lot of memories about and kind of like you know, you just or if it's a horror movie, mm. I'll think of a movie that I saw in uh, a rental shop that kind of freaked me out and I've like always fascinated by it. Mm. So this is what I this is
0: that is what happened this time. But here's the thing: is the last time you picked a movie was Ghoulies. Yeah, because right, that was my present. That was my present you bought for me, and I'm realizing you've got a bit of a trend going with these kind of movies. Because this movie mo- is always involved things like satanic cults, weird dolls slash puppets, bad acting. Clearly, all together, I, I, I know. I now know your type, basically. Yeah. And so this movie is basically, I'm just gonna. It's, it's basically a rip-off movie of Child's Play. It is Dolly Dearest. <laughs> This is the doll your
1: daddy's gonna make in Mexico. And this is the factory where we're gonna make her and sew her little dresses. Isn't she beautiful? May I have one, Daddy? From the moment they met. I'm gonna love her so much.
0: It was a fairy tale come true.
1: Good night, Dolly. Sweet dreams, Dolly.
0: But this is where the fairy tale ends. Mm-hmm. And the nightmare begins. Dolly? Dolly dearest can we uh can, can, I'm going to read what exactly what it says on the cover All right Dolly Dearest to Dolly Slaughtering Adults is Child's
2: Play not even holding back on like the rip off aspect it have Child's
0: Play in your tagline it doesn't care it officially knows what it is and I love it at the bottom of, at the, bottom of the cover it says co-starring Rip Torn he is literally he is a selling point he, he, apparently Rip Torn is a selling point I, I, oh, it's, been, that, it's been a while to know when you have Rip Torn as the selling point in your movie you know that's dated
2: so, but yeah. the, the doll on the cover is actually terrifying, especially if you're a
0: child seeing that. So that's yeah. why it really freaked me out. No, no, I'll admit one thing about this movie, is uh, the doll itself is quite creepy. Mm. It, it, the facial expressions, even though some of them are a bit hammy, are quite unnerving. And I, I never knew I had a fear of tiny feet and tiny hands until I watched this movie. Like, when it, whenever the doll went... T- 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 yeah, it was creepy. Uh, hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it so much. <laughs> First of all, subscribe. what the hell is Dolly Dearest? Other than knowing... Full off the bat that this is a Charles Play ripoff movie. Mm. So it is. Dolly Dearest is a 1991 American black g- comedy horror film starring Denise Crosby, who, if anyone's a fan of Star Trek, Star Trek, she is security chief uh, Tasha Yar. So yeah. from the from the first season, I knew I recognised it, but I couldn't quite place there. But yeah, that's, so that's pretty cool. So it's cool for the Trekkies, right? Mm. And then, and obviously the legend himself, Rip Torn. <laughs>
2: Who, which, when I, I first of all, when I was thinking back, when I first saw that it had Rip in it, I couldn't remember who he was. And I thought it was like a rapper or something, because it sounds like, his name sounds like a Riptorn rapper. is like saying, I'm going to rip and tear you down, mother trucker. And the only reason I thought that is because there was a massive trend in the 90s
0: in horrors to have yeah. a rapper in it. Yeah, because so, yeah, hip-hop was getting big. And yeah. so it's, it's mostly like the late 90s, early noughties was a starring Ice Cube. Yeah. Or LL uh, or Cool J cool it jar rule I was like what the hell man uh but riptor is it's f- it's quite, quite riptorn as you know he's a very famous actor that kind of thing he's done a lot of roles he's played a lot of movies in it but he's he's one of those characters always to the side like you know, he's never li- he's never been the lead in a in a in in a movie yeah right although it, the, his name is not actually riptor right which is a shame no like it, it'd be a bit of a sh- it'd be, I know that's a stage name but riptor what a name he personally picked riptorn Right, And uh, his name's actually Elmore Raul Torn Julia uh, Junior. So that's like yeah. okay. That's a that's a that's a cool one, Raul Torn Junior. Wow. So he's oh so actually does that mean he's actually part Mexican? And that means that we were trying to be offensive when he was actually Mexican. He's not actually Mexican. Oh, dear. Could be. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's from Texas, so he knows a bit of Spanish. Yeah. I think. I hope. Because we'll talk about it further on the movie, but he's a—he's uh, not really a Mexican, but he's playing a Mexican. I'm going to read the back cover. Yeah. I love... Because well, we actually got this on VHS. I'm, we always kind of... I'm more fascinated. I always love when we go on VHS because the artwork and all the things just seem so much better on some of these.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've started collecting VHSs now, but I'm trying to, like, get a mixture of classic movies, classic... Uh, movies that everyone remembers, but also uh, very rare movies that you can probably only get on VHS, and that's what my collection is going to comprise of. It's going to be...
0: Yeah. It's going to be that. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah so it's good we got this on VHS. This is the... Um, the plot of the back. Okay. Yeah. Now, one thing very quickly is to actually mentioned. This movie was supposed to be uh, a directed. It was supposed to be direct to video, but it actually got a limited theater release in Midwest. Yeah. So it, it actually had this. Actually, did have a cinema release, even though it was never meant to be a cinema release.
2: Oh, because I always thought of it as a straight to video.
0: But I suppose that's because it it was in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this is the sort of thing that's interesting. It's like there are some movies out there that um, that seem to that will designed primarily to go straight to DVD or straight to video, but somehow magically get a cinema release, mm. and then people pan it because, like, pff, why, why, why are you paying good money to see in the cinema? It's like, well, it wasn't, a, it wasn't their idea. <laughs> Someone decides that like, you know what, this is good to put in the cinemas for a while.
2: Yeah. So, and now the equivalent of this is straight to streaming, isn't it? Right? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. But some of them, some of the movies straight to streaming are really good. Mm. You know, like you know, Netflix throw some great movies in there, and some. Well, then, but some
2: of them aren't. Some of them aren't great, but some of them look like a million bucks. Like they look like they they very expensive movies, mm. but they're not great. There's, yeah, there's mediocre expensive movies that go on Netflix. Like,
0: just like. a little. They just look like a little bit. Mm. Yeah. But that's the problem. Is like, what would you rather have? Something that's mediocre or something that's generally really good or something really rubbish. I think the ones, the movies, are the worst kind of movies are the movies that are just, it's aight. Mm. Because then you watch it, you're not going to watch it again. You're like, that's all right. If it was, it was a really bad movie, and you enjoyed it, you definitely watch it again. Yeah. Uh, if it's a really good movie, you definitely watch it again. So being mediocre is a bit.
2: Mm. Yeah, I'm not keen on these big, expensive-looking movies that just play it safe. I'm not. It's boring. You know? <laughs> it is a bit boring, isn't it? <sighs> <sighs> okay. I don't think it deserves the criticism it got. It, it
0: really got brutally. Hand. It did, and I'm going to throw you some of these yeah. uh, reviews. So, for example, critical reception for Dolly Dearest was mostly negative. Okay, mm. with DVD Verdict writing, aside from some handful of fun moments, there is nothing much here to separate from the from the bajillion lineups of child's play clones that were dwelling among them. Yeah. right so there were loads of these. Like there was dem- loads of these kind of rip off movies. So all the Chucky movies, obviously, all the sequels of those. You then have things like uh, Dolls as mm. another one. Uh, Demonic Toys was another. One, mm. um, loads of these sort of rip-off killer toy movies. Yeah, right. Um, other ones, Variety praised uh, praised some of the performances, but criticised the movie's klutzy dialogue and the and DVD tour. This, this is my favourite one. Okay. Uh, DVD Talk panned the film, saying, "In the killer doll movie subgenre of stupid horror movie flicks, which is oh, God, that's a really hard sentence to say. Uh, Dolly Dearest may as may very well be the most moronic.
2: See what I mean? It's like I think it's a bit, a bit harsh at times because yeah, it's not it's not perfect, yeah. but it's not really really
0: shit either." Ah! <laughs> This is the thing: like the script itself has got, always had a little bit of clunky problems without mm. the movie, and I and I'm trying. And I, this is a part of the research: I want to go. Is like, who is the person who wrote it? And it's this woman called Marie Maria Lise. Right now, Maria Lise. I'm not going to lie. I'm looking. At, I'm looking at personal details and stuff like that. There is very, very little known about her. Yeah, to the point that she's a bit of a mystery. Mm. OK, she's known by many names. Th- <laughs> Look at them, I'm showing this to you now. Yeah. She is known on IMDb by 13 different names throughout her entire career. So she's known as Jack Williams, Jonah Williams, Jennifer Ray, Lisa Mace, uh, Marie Luce, Marion Lester, Marie Leonard, Marie-Lise Cady... uh, Barbara Kent, (laughs) Ray Hamilton, Mario Graves, uh, Lita Coleman, Maria Caddy... Oh, my God so almighty. Is she just trying low to see what sticks, kind of thing? I don't know. This is the thing. She also directed this movie, right? Yeah. Uh this movie. She wrote the movie. And the thing that baffles me is I'm looking at her career afterwards and she hasn't really done a lot of notes. But what, what she has done, though, is... Baffling. She's been an actress for like twenty in twenty-two different movies, but most of them are like sleazy movies from the like sleazy sort of sexy pin-up movies from like the nineteen sixties and seventies. Like that Dracula versus Frankenstein. Dracula versus Frankenstein. One million ACDC. Uh, love Camp number seven. You know the <laughs> These sexy... make me sound like other oh, episodes, the trash tapes. The sexy Chicago kid. You know? <laughs> the kiss-off. And my personal favorite, uh Vibrations and Fluctuations with Submission. Excellent. That is what the hell, man? All of the sins of sodom <laughs> Christ! and that's her acting career. Then she suddenly disappears for a while and then starts directing off right afterwards in the set in the nineteen seventy 1970, in nineteen seventy eight but they're all kind of again look like saucy movies but yes. they're all under different director names so soft places written by Ray Hamilton mm. or expensive tastes by Jennifer Ray or blue girl or little girl's blue by Joanne Williams you can see where I'm coming from so it's little we don't know how she got to Dolly Dearest out of this. I mean,
2: is Maria Lee? Do you think that's
0: her real name? I'm going to say so. Yeah, but so it, how would you know? She I was. don't know. She's a mystery wrapped in enigma. It doesn't even actually say where she's from. No, not at all. The only thing that says is her that she has a that she has a hu- she has or had a husband called Daniel Caddy, who seemed to be a producer for most of her movies in the 70s. Other than that, though. Absolutely nothing, and then Dolly Dearest was the end of it, and then pretty much that's it. She just fell off the face of the earth, like she's fallen off the face of the planet. Yeah. Not, I don't even I don't even know she's alive. No, when was her last credit? Her last credit was uh, her last credit was a TV show mm. that she did. She directed four episodes on in 1993.
2: All oh, right, okay. I've never seen again.
0: Mm. So if um, so, this is an interesting she thing. We act- just went on to, to have a normal normal life. After making Dolly Dearest, I don't know if you can have a normal life after making Dolly Dearest. Well, it's like the
2: uh, the the woman who played Newt in Aliens just yeah. went on to be a teacher. Just like, didn't, didn't stay in the film industry. So. Yeah, that's true.
0: Like you yeah. can't escape from it, mm. especially since no one knows even how she looks like. There's no, there's not even a picture. Yeah. Oh, good grief. So yeah, you can <laughs> disappear off the face of the earth. I think. Ooh. So let's go and break down the plot. Now, this... The plot... There's a lot happening in this movie, so bear with me. (laughs) Um, So... Dolly Dearest. Centuries ago, members of an ancient cult were buried alive in a mass grave in Mexico. All right, so... You don't think Kill a Doll movie right away. No. (laughs) Okay. Legend claims their spirits are trapped beneath the earth, waiting to unleash their evil upon the world. When did the... What? (laughs) Okay. <laughs> All right. Ooh, there is also there is this is something interesting before I quickly. There is a typo already in the back. Okay. The What's reason that? why is because in the movie the family is the Wade family, isn't it? Yeah. Right? In most of the advertisements they're nicked, they're they're written as Red or Reed. Okay. So Elliot Reed That's what it says at the back here. Elliot Reed. Yeah. That's terrible. It's Wade. Okay, so Elliot Wade moves his family to Mexico to start a new life making dolls. That doesn't. You know, it's like, I'm I'm going to go to Mexico and make dolls for a living. Yeah, it's because he thinks there's a famous factory there that he can work in, isn't it? Well, it's famous now because it's built right next to a bloody burial site. Okay? Unaware that an archaeologist has discovered the burial site close to his doll factory. Like. People need to know where they're putting their real estate, man. Like they really need to know. Okay. Seven-year-old Jessica is drawn to one of the factory dolls as it begins to control her and take over her soul, killing everyone who comes between them. Wow. There's a, there's gang in there. A horrifying nightmare ensues as every doll in the factory is possessed by the terrifying forces of evil, which have, which has long, lain dormant for hundreds and hundreds of years. Quite a good little synopsis. Okay. I just seem to not be able to find the temple. Why are. okay. <sighs> Do you know what this instantly reminds me of? The opening of fucking the fifth element of all things. Whether in the temples, like, we need to find a way to open this door. So, this is not what I'm expecting.
2: Yeah, there's uh, a lot of surprises in this movie, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> Here we go. That door just fucking locked it. Got like, a light-beam curse coming out. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) That looks so cheap! That's, like, the cheapest version of, like, the Evil Dead camera I've ever seen. Like a galloping curse. Dolly, dearest.
2: Quite pleasant music. It's
0: still a bit moody, though. It's like it's like that weird, like, 80s, this is kind of cool music, but really, like, deep down inside, it's just fucking nasty.
2: The, the music's actually really cool because it's by um, Mark Snow, you know, the guy who did the X-Files. Oh, OK. Oh, yeah. 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 That's cool. So, it's at, sometimes in the movie, the music sounds a bit like X-Files.
0: <laughs> so, would that mean, then, a the Mulder and Scully would just walk in at some
2: point? Yeah, I, I love the way the movie opens.
0: Yes. So it's like fucking Indiana Jones or something? It literally starts off with the archaeologist... Yeah. ..like going into a tomb and blasting the door open. But what I found really funny is how the, the door was opening. So you got this guy in the full, like, full garb, like literally the most stereotypical archaeologist outfit. Yeah. And he goes in and opens up this temple. But I love how he opens it. He got the rope, trying to pull it up. And the first thing that came to my head as he's reading the hieroglyphics... Mm. Is the, f- is the opening to Fifth Element was yeah. the first thing that came into my head. But well, why is he on his own?
2: Like, yeah! There's normally a team of archaeologists, like lots of people helping them and doing little jobs. He's yeah. just
0: on his own just opening a tomb. As and Again, if you've seen enough adventure movies, never go and search a tomb on your own. There's going to be mummies and shit. Like, don't yeah, do okay. it on your own.
2: I think Lara Croft is the only one that does it by herself. Everyone else would have a massive
0: team with them. Yeah, and do you know why Lara Croft does it on her own? Because she's <laughs> got pistols. That's the thing. Yeah. She's got a dual pistols with infinite ammo. That's How'd why. Aren't had a pistol? That came out of nowhere. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. So you have this sort of weird ass temple thing, and the guy opens it. Eventually, the world starts to shake, mm. and then we're actually goes in closer, because he can feel, like, a vibration. and The door flies right into his face and crushes him. Yeah. We so that's such a, like, a,
2: a lame death, and it's almost forgettable. I forgot that he died. Like. But he
0: died. I, I, I remember it, because the door flies open like it was paper. Yeah. It's like, pew, and then crushes. And then the earth falls on top of him, crushes. And then this, then the spirit... Of whatever's in the temple escapes. Which is this really rubbish sort of seat like painted animated squiggly red lines. Yeah. That escapes. It gallops in an Evil Dead camera work style. Yeah. Towards the house. Yeah, it towards the house where the factory it is, and goes into a gap and then disappears and starts laughing, going. <laughs> mm. That's the first few minutes of the movie. Yeah. And again, Nothing insinuates a doll yet. Oh, and also, the the red squiggly lines, yeah.
2: they form the title, which is Yes, like, they do! This, this rectum has thought, this is
0: going to be cool. The squiggly lines are going to make Dolly Dearest in bright red. Dolly Dearest. Well, then we're cut to the airport uh, on a plane, I believe, and we're hearing a lot of them Spanish because we realise they're going to be in Mexico, right? Mm. They're flying to Mexico. So this is where we introduce the family members. Yeah. And can I honestly say, I do not like any of them. Really? I don't really like any of them. I'm not not saying like as actors, I'm saying as characters. Because I find all of them to some capacity to be either too stupid or too bitchy. I like the little girl. Yeah. Yeah. okay, the the little girl's good. But that's because she's supposed to be demonic. But the way she's demonic just sounds like a sassy bitch.
2: I think that's why I like her. She's got a lot of sass.
0: Yeah, it's like, this is coming out of a six-year-old? What the hell, man? Right, the father I don't like, because I think the father is... Probably out of all of them, the worst actor. Yeah, the mum and the dad are quite bland characters, aren't they? Yeah. So you have Elliot. That's the father, uh, played by Sam Bottoms. And <laughs> Bottoms. What a name! What a name! But he is—he's he, another famous bit character because he played a—he he play, played—he like he was not stuff like In Apocalypse Now and stuff. But he's oh, famous right. for like bit parts, like you don't remember. Yeah. With a name like Sam Bottoms, you're yeah. not going to headline a movie, are you? He needs a name like fucking Rip Torn. Change Bottoms. <laughs> you know. <laughs>
2: The brother just looks like every 90s movie brother. Like, every, every 90s movie had a little brother look like that. Yeah. Did you say
1: something to me? Oh. No, that was a stewardess.
0: More there. Oh, with the glasses and the nerdiness he's reading. Why bad things happen to good kids.
1: What the hell? What's, what is this kid? And the results? Magnificent. Oh, yes, you told me.
0: Oh yes. You told me. Oh no. Of course. Her face That's hasn't much. changed. William Shatner. I realized that my face has not changed. The entirety of the secrets.
2: So you've got the every 90s movie brother, every 90s movie mother. She's a bit like a 90s a stereotypical 90s movie mother.
0: Yeah, a little bit, you know, it, you know, before Lars Morissette became a thing Oh, here we go. Jessica, what are
1: you doing?
0: What do you want? Don't.
2: Talk <laughs> to wow! Very sass. So Why did you push Camilla? I saw you.
0: I'm gonna say something, right? What this demon doing? or whatever it is is got is all just going. bitch levels up to here. RuPaul would be upset. <sighs>
2: Whatever it was you said to me. I'm sorry, mommy. It's just that Dolly's the only friend I have, and I don't want
1: to lose her.
2: She Can I stay for just a little while? I'll leave the door open. I love you,
0: mommy. But all that was so insincere. Oh my god, I would have not tolerated this. Either that, or she's the worst actress ever. I am. I am. okay.
2: No, I think it's. I think she's actually quite good because that's deliberately creepy and insincere, isn't it? Like,
0: yeah, and she, God, she gives good evils. <laughs> Mr.
1: Wade, you join me in a burrito? Oh, sounds good, Louise. But no thanks. I'm gonna be getting out of here soon.
2: I tell you, this is why. I like having certain movies on VHS and I still think that VHS is great to watch because it, it aids the film sometimes because this looks even more nostalgic and brilliant on VHS. It's, I, I don't, don't think it would be great. If you, just imagine watching this movie on
0: Blu-ray, it wouldn't be the same. If it? I saw this on Blu-ray, I actually I think it would be I think I wouldn't be I wouldn't be on board with this yeah. at all. I mean I already hate half the characters anyway. So he is. So he and his whole family are on are, are on a plane, right? And the first thing I'm introduced to is this is the son or the brother. And What is he reading again? He's reading a book that says, "Why do bad things happen to good kids?" <laughs> In fact, the entire movie, all these, all it's of the clue these, of the plot, isn't it? Like... Yeah. <laughs> Why do bad things happen to good kids? If that's it's a weird thing. Like, I think I think he's supposed to be like a 12-year-old, or twelve, like a 10 or 12-year-old, more like a 12-year-old, I think, who is, like, the smarter, nerdier, sort of more on-the-ball kid. But I hate that because as the movie goes on, Alex, uh, the movie goes on, he adds, like, this sleazy 80, 1980s stockbroker kind of guy. Yeah. It's, 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 it's almost a little bit like American Psycho kind of flipping Christian Bale, but in miniature form. Yeah. He's like, he's like, greed is good. Like, it's like, oh god, I hated
2: him. In the in the nineties, especially, yeah, that kind of cocky kid was very popular, and people l- like that kind of character.
0: The cocky sort of, yeah. I'm kind of an adult, but not an adult yeah. kind of kid. But I hated him mm. because the the there he, he was with his big glasses and his and, and his and his and his shirt and his tight up trousers and being sassy and reading like intellectual books. I'm thinking. Oh, you're gonna be a dick.
2: He's got he's the, the appearance in his the way he, his haircut, the glasses. It's all it's like every nineties like little brother. A li- little brother trying to be an
0: adult kind yeah. of thing. Like he's, he's like, got the thin framed large glasses. Yeah, yeah. And I think from from the get go, I said from the get go, I don't like him. And I think he has been stuck with that ever since.
2: <laughs>
0: Clearly, we're in Mexico. What gave you that idea? I don't know. Is it the mariachi band? <laughs>
1: senor wait, senor
0: wait. Senor. Señor away. We
1: mean that makes on
0: your week your documents. What could I found? Oh. Oh, that creepy. Here's Dolly. Ugh. Fabulous. Every little girl in the world is going to want one of those. It's creepy because they're all ups- yeah. upskirt yeah. shots. Yeah. My first sale.
2: Now, I think the doll is creepier in this than Child's Play. I think that's a creepier doll. It's think like it's got its wins on doll points. <laughs> mm. It's not... I'm not saying it's a better movie than Child's Play
0: at all, but, <laughs> like... I think, yeah, I think what it is is with that. It's I think this that one just looks because I think it's more unnerving. Mm. It's a I think girl dolls have seemed dodgier.
1: Mm.
0: It's even more creepy when it comes alive. Mm. So they all land in Mexico, right? You know, and um, they um it's like there's a lot of clues to say that it's Mexico. Yeah, loads of clues that they're in Mexico. They fly in the first. What is it with bad movies? Like this happened as well when we watched Shark Attack Three. Where to sinuate Mexico, the first thing you do is play a mariachi band. So they go and they they on the plane. Mariachi band. Everyone's a stereotype. There's one guy with a sombrero. You know, it's all literally fucking stereotypical bullshit. And if and they end up being driven to the house where they're introduced to the, to, to the rest of the workers. Like you have the so you have the housekeeper and you have all the stuff and everything else. And and nobody mentions even though there's clearly been signs that the archaeologist was there beforehand. They never mention the archaeologist has mysteriously disappeared. No. So nothing of that sort, right? So they all kind of go into the house and get introduced to themselves and everything else, and they go into the factory for the first time. Yeah. Which is a dump.
2: It is. I love the guy that's showing them around, and he's like, I thought... the Dad's saying, I thought it was uh, kept up. Yeah. And he goes, we kept everything just as it was. <laughs> <laughs> Language barrier! And he's like, those business plans you sent to me, uh, yeah, I
0: copy from American business book. It's like saying, of course you have. But he realised that he wasn't scammed because the moment the daughter, Jessica, kind of goes to the back room and finds all these dolls, mm. in perfect condition, really nice-looking dolls, he goes, like, "He goes now I know what this has happened. These are the dolls that's going to make me millions. It's like, really? OK. There's that odd line in this scene where he says, the heartthrob
2: of millions of little girls, or something like that. I'm going to be the heart throb of millions of little girls. It's something like that. Because I... he's saying it, it sounds really odd, if that
0: is the legit sentence, <laughs> that is very problematic and someone should have had that checked. I think he's talking about the dolls, but it sounds like he's talking about himself.
2: But but the dolls are females, so if it's a... Yeah, a, her- a heartthrob is normally like a
0: pin-up, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, a pin-up, yeah. like teenage boy kind of thing. Yeah. But Nope. <laughs> They're back to the house, getting things settled and unpacking and so on and so forth. And they're noticing the house is pretty cool, aren't they? They're yeah. like, oh, this is, I didn't expect this. And it it's good. a nice-looking house. Yeah. Because the factory looks like garbage and just mm. needs a good clean-up, really. It's, it, it, basically, that place needs to be Marie Kondoed properly. Like, properly cleaned up, spruced and tidied, right? Mm. What sparks joy in this place, you know what I mean? Um, so it needs a bit of a good clean-up. But then, you know, uh, Jessica now brought one of the dolls in. Because, mm. you know, it's like, oh, I look great. How about that? This is lit- quite literally, like, in a snap. Mm. The moment um, the doll's brought into the house, weird shit happens. Yeah. And a lot of weird shit happens in connection to the creepy dollhouse that's outside of the house. I love the dollhouse.
2: Yeah. It's really, like, a well-made kind of large
0: playhouse that looks like a dollhouse. Yes. It's even got interior lighting and all the- <laughs> I know! <laughs> Someone genuinely... That's the thing. is like the person who built it beforehand, right, built this dollhouse. I mean, yeah. it has to be. But what I love about it is, like, they put genuine effort into it. Like, you could... You could technically live in it, kind of. Is it supposed to be
2: the house of the original sort of toy maker. Like. Maybe. So maybe that's why he's got the dollhouse. Like.
0: Maybe. Yeah. That could be the case, but it's still a little... Mm. It's still a bit too creepy to have it that well-pristined outside yeah. of the house, right?
1: Don't forget to say goodnight
0: to Dolly. Sweet dreams, Dolly. Why put her in the rocking chair? Why have it rocking? You're not helping matters, woman. Good night, dolly. You're gonna be my new playmate.
2: You're gonna be my
0: only playmate. Oh, that's
2: quite sad. <laughs> oh. oh no! Doll the weird. The doll is creepy. I love about this movie. The doll's great.
0: Oh, it's weird.
1: Now they enter the dollhouse. Once they enter, they never leave.
0: (sighs) What? Okay.
2: It's like epic,
0: that playhouse. Oh. Oh, I'd look. Oh, I mean, it looks awesome, but I would instantly be suspicious. Because I hate, I, I, I don't know, kids shouldn't have such nice things.
2: <laughs> We're almost ready to go, honey.
0: Uh, hello? Do you not see the doll in the mirror? Not anymore. Ah! I heard tiny footsteps. (laughs) I hate these things. Dolls are the worst.
1: Anyone out there? Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at borough.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at borough.com slash ACAST. Yeah.
0: So a lot of, things, a lot, a lot of things happen when Jessica and the doll are sort of interacting. Like, the very first interaction is where, you know, it says, like, you're, it's like, you're going to be my best friend. You're going to be my only friend. And it's like, oh, that's so sad. Yeah. She goes to bed. And then literally, the doll head goes, Rah, just turns and just looks like, oh, we're instantly starting. Yeah. Like, we're not even going to do a build-up like, is the doll possessed? It's like, no, the doll's possessed. Instantly, first 10 minutes. It's like, it's like the little girl says, like, You're going to be my only friend. And she, the doll's sort of like, Oh, that gives me an idea. Like, dun, dun. To- yeah, it's like a light bulb moment. <laughs> it's like, dun, 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 Right. And then from that point, they just seem to be hanging out a lot. Mm. Right. Um, but the daughter starts acting a bit weird. Like the daughter starts hanging around with the doll more, taking her everywhere, hanging out in the dollhouse, but like starting to have conversations with it. Uh, one of the creepier moments is when it's night time mm. and everyone says, like, Where's Jessica? And then sees a the light in the in the dollhouse. And all and and, and and all the and all that she's doing is just sits like sitting there stroking the doll's hair yeah. and saying like and it's, and then the mother walks in, sees her, and says, "What are you doing here?" It's like you. It, no, it's just I'm just talking to Dolly. Dolly says that we're going to be friends forever.
2: Yeah. See all this stuff, all the stuff with the doll, relationship between the doll and and the little girl, and the way, uh, very steadily, the, the 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 girl starts being more like a doll. I think that's great in the movie. Yes,
0: I love that stuff. I think it's really good. That yeah. bit. But I think the problem is that throughout the movie. There's, there's, they don't push it enough. No, I could we, have made it f- terrifying. But yeah. you could have made it really over the top with it.
2: <laughs> it looks like she's got the uh, famous Marilyn Monroe
0: dress on. You know, like she does.
2: Better, better not stand on any air vents.
0: She's gonna... I was, was going to say that. <laughs> Can I just say, I don't get this. Right? Do you know when? Do you know when rich women go gardening? Right? Because this is what it is, She's gone gardening because she has to gar- gloves, right? Mm. But uh, whoa, whoa. No, that is... Oh, did you see
1: it somewhere?
0: That is demonic. She
2: says she's been waiting
0: for a little girl. Just like me. <laughs> oh, does she now? Uh-huh. So is like completely ruined my train of thought. That, no, weird Aztec paintings, symbols, no. Something's wrong with your child. <laughs> is she just giving Jesus the stink eye? Eh? What a dick! What a dick! I don't know what's gotten into her. Be more disciplined in your daughter. Go and give her a smack.
1: She's never had outbursts like this before. It's yeah. <laughs> Rosanna. Of the, ancient language. What are you
0: talking about? the housekeeper and most of the people in the house, the other Mexicans around the house, are starting to notice a little bit being a bit strange, noticing that that the doors are being a bit strange, and and they're all starting to mumble and pray. I love, the, yeah. I love the housekeeper's already got, like, a shrine, ready to pray to, like, praying to the Virgin Mary, going, like, something, something's really creepy going on in this house, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Um... And, and some priests come to bless the house. Yes. Oh, that bit's creepy. Yeah. Cause Because um, before before that happens, um, she um, uh, basically is talking to the doll, and uh, z- Jessica's talking to the doll, kind of thing. And the, and the housemaid just go and literally out of the blue, out of fucking know the house is like giving like a plate of food. Jessica just just chucks the plates over. Yeah. Like a bitch, <laughs> really bitchy. It's like, nah. And then it's like, and and you know, and then and then and then you have the mother going like, Jessica, what are you doing? And, and then and then it's just and then it's just speaks in a foreign language and just runs. Mm. And then the Mexicans like. Oh, I know this language. Of course, you know, all Mexicans know cursed languages, by the sound of things. Yeah, and he's like, it's Sanzia, Sanzia. It is a dead language, but it's a curse. It's the language of the devil. Yeah. And so it's like, I, I I I don't think I can work here anymore. starts so walking away, like, in a panic, starts praying to Jesus. <laughs> and... got... so, so daughter runs into a dollhouse again, I believe. Runs back into a yeah. dollhouse with her. And then the mother goes chasing after her again. And so, so well, doesn't
2: she go to the the um, the maid? She caught, first of all, she's blaming the maid for the child's behaviour because yeah. she's thinking she's got it all off her, like the religious kind of
0: stuff. Yeah, but it's like no, 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 no. It's only a thing. But even still, though, that's still more the uh, the daughter just being a brat anyway. Like yeah. it's like, why did you do that? What the hell? So she goes over to the dollhouse again, and she, I literally, she opens up the door, and the and the daughter goes, said, "What do you want?" <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's like she's she's like propelled forward a few years and she's like a teen, that angry teenager. What do you
0: want, mom? I, here I am, just doing stuff with this mom. Oh, it's also a bit where it's like, what have you done to your hair? I think it's later on. Yeah. Because what have you done to your hair? It's like I had a haircut. I want to look like Dolly. I was like, oh. What well,
2: well, the funny thing is, she has got doll-like hair, but the doll hair that she's got.
0: Isn't like Dolly Dearest. Exactly. In fact, she had she, her hair was more like Dolly Dearest before the haircut. Yeah. <laughs> than it was after the haircut. <laughs>
2: yeah. It would have been great if she had cut hair and her hair was exactly like Dolly Dearest, but it yeah. isn't. So that's another thing where it's not quite right. He's trying things, but
0: it's not quite pulling it off. When after that incident with the housemaid, uh, the priest comes and blesses the house. Mm. And like, I'm just going to bless the house. And this is the thing. She's in the car from quite a distance away, and the priest is going, i this, no, you yeah. know, bless this house, you oh, know. Mom should buy, oh, oh, mom mom she... <laughs> <laughs> Not Temple of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like, it's like, I did, you know, Santa Maria, Sunday school, you know, whatever it is, right? And just putting holy water on the house. Yeah. And then she just starts wailing in the back of the car, going, ah, ah, it <laughs> it's yeah. Like, wow. Okay. So clearly there is some link there, but not full blown like creepy possession. Yeah.
2: So you got someone blessing the house.
0: <laughs> blessed the house. Why is she reacting all nervous? <laughs>
2: Well, there's obviously there's a bit of an exorcist influence because it's like the doll. Instead of the instead of like in Chucky, in, in Child's Play, the yeah. doll's kind of just influencing the the kid in a subtle way, like like psychologically. But the doll's trying to possess her in this.
0: Are we? No, no, no. I'm thinking. Are we saying this is a combination of not really exorcist? Are we gonna get Omen vibes with this? Whereas like creepy child. Mm. Thing. Yeah, omen, yeah. Miller, what, what is the, the priest doing
1: here? I call the priest
0: to bless the house. Oh, my God, blessing this house. It burns me. How? So. Evils. Oh, my God. Gay evils from an eight-year-old is terrifying. The door... Jessica's goes to bed. The doll mysteriously disappears. I love this bit because this is creepy. Never put a doll on a rocking chair, right? It's fucking creepy as it is. <laughs> Don't put it on a rocking chair. So the mother, so it's like rocking, the doll's rocking like a thing. And then suddenly, you know, Jessica gets up from bed and then the doll disappears, mm. right? And while this is a weird, re- this is actually a genuinely creepy sequence. Yeah. Because we're introduced to, like, running feet mm-hmm. and, like... Tiny, tiny feet.
2: A I mean, creep. that's something that was from that's directly from Charles plate hundred percent. Yeah, that the, before you get the big reveal of Chucky, you yeah. see just a little. Yeah. but
0: it made me both laugh and really, and really creeped out. Mm. Because it's like, it's really creepy. But that's the thing: this the doll. Yeah. Um, the dolls actually play, you know, Doll had a doll double, which yeah. is actually sort of played by several, by some famous people. But it's done by uh, Ed Gale, who also was the body double for Chucky. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, that's what Ed Gale's career is just playing doll duplicates. <laughs> yeah. What What a career. I'm the doll guy. Dolls. You got, a, cre- you got a creepy doll? I'm your man. I'm your man. <laughs> <laughs> what a thing to put on the resume. So that, so you see Ed dressed in tiny little girl shoes going. I mean that's scarier. That is scarier, and <laughs> <It's>, creepy ass. <laughs> this little man in a in a doll's dress.
2: Dolly's off. That was quick.
0: Dolly. <laughs> She's like just nipping out for a fag.
1: <laughs>
0: Whoa. <laughs> Gotta doll be alone in peace. <laughs> Good grief.
1: Dolly,
0: where are you? Dolly. Dolly's not your friend. Dolly's playing hide and seek with a butcher knife, hanging from the ceiling, waiting to strike. I know, I know you're young, but you should also not be that dumb. If you think the doll's left, and there's something wrong with it, and you should not try and chase it down.
2: How the, I don't know how the mind works when you're that age. I don't know whether you'd think it was exciting and kind of you wouldn't take it. You wouldn't think, oh, it's, that can't happen. You wouldn't think about it logically.
0: I don't know. That's true. But I'm just thinking just. Oh, there are Of course going in the dollhouse. Of course it is. But here's the thing, right? If you were seven, right, and suddenly your action men all came to life at once, would you think it was awesome or would you think it was the most terrifying thing you've ever seen? I think I would be scared by it, yeah. Yeah. I, I said this to you uh, well, what, what, during the commentary, but would you What would you rather, Would you you be more curious and more creeped out? Because as a child, if you knew your toy was alive, mm. would you be like, oh, wow. My toy's alive, or would you be like, "Holy shit, my toy's
2: alive!" Run. I think it depends what kind of, what kind of a uh, kid you are because I had when I was little, I had a lot of imaginary friends. Yeah, uh, and one was called Silly Bill, and he lived oh. he lived around ra- the side of the house. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I used to talk and play with Silly Bill, uh, and and like I think if you're that kind of kid, you've got that kind of creative mind in a way. I think if your doll came alive i think you would you would treat it like
0: an imaginary friend yes it's like yeah so so maybe that's what's happening with her it's Mm. like say it's imaginary friends say hi darling. it's like it was a physical sort of form of imaginary friend yeah because i think when i was a kid i don't i actually do not remember if i had imaginary friends but Mm. i did have a lot of cuddly toys and i used to talk to the cuddly toys there was one cuddly toy which i loved which was a giant teddy bear right Mm. and when and when you hugged it a tiny heart would light up and goes i love you Right, really yeah. adorable stuff. Right, I used to talk to it and everything else. When I hugged it so hard one time, the head popped off. <laughs> Fucking hell. I hugged it and then I loved, and this was even terrifying. Because, I love you, and I was like, Ah! Oh, I killed it. Killed it. Grab my grandma had to go and sew it back together.
2: It's like, it reminds me of, like, uh, Lenny from Of Mice and Men. You're, like, you're holding a mice, mouse I'm and gonna,
0: your a, it to today it's, like, it's like, I'm going to love you, I'm going to stroke you, I'm going to kiss you, I'm going to love you forever and ever and ever. Don't leave me! <laughs> so, this is what I think, generally, if, you were, if you're in that mindset, maybe. But to me, it just felt a little odd to me that she was so willing just to f- clearly follow this doll around that's clearly running around. Mm. Because at one point, I'm convinced she sees the doll running into the dollhouse. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just going to follow her. without I'm thinking, what the fuck is that? Dolls don't move like that.
2: No? Yeah, especially as well. Because it's happening at night time. Yes. I think that would be freaky for a kid. Like, mm. I mean, when I played uh, with my imaginary friend, yeah. it was
0: always in the broad daylight, in the daytime and stuff. Because like, shadows are creepy. Yeah. Right? So this is why, you know, this is why loads of kids are scared of the dark. It's not because of, oh, it's dark. Mm. It's more because you, you don't like shadows. Yeah. Shadows can look demonic and scary and weird, mm. right? So seeing a shadow move in the dark... Yeah. Like, ah! No. So... This is why this is the only kind of thing we'll, but maybe this is like the possession thing more. It's like, come to me. I think at that point, she's not possessed yet. She's not fully possessed, but she's more like, but there are moments of sass. This is all before drawn drawn to it and stuff. This is more, because throughout the time, there were some moments of sass. Yeah, so it's developing. Come on, take the brat child away. But Dali's inside. No. You sit down, I'll go around the front. No! Dolly will take over!
2: <sighs> oh, no. I don't think she would leave the kid round the back. she should just t- you should take her with her. But it's, like, deliberately
0: put in to separate in. them. Yeah. Open the door! Why are all the doors locked? Oh, wait a minute, it's night time! <laughs> Fuck it out. Oh. It's too dark. I cannot see. Need bulb. Oh, ooh, I've got a bright idea.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, they got their eye on her. Oh, sorry.
2: Locking her in. Maid's gonna get it. Oh, God.
0: Oh! That's the thing that makes me all weird, is the tiny feet! Tiny feet! <laughs> oh, no, dolls' heads. Oh, they're fucking creepy. Dolls are creepy, right? I always found them creepy. Even when I was a kid, I had to put all my dolls away in the closet, because if they actually were sticking out there, I would have been terrified.
2: Yeah. So was like, always look like staring at you, don't they?
0: Yeah. And then you're thinking like, look at you. I could kill you I can kill you while you sleep, you know. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs>
1: ah! <laughs> what the hell?
0: <laughs> that came
2: out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, there's some pretty cool jumps.
0: The eyeball. <laughs>
1: ha
0: ha <laughs> surprise <laughs> motherfucker <laughs>
1: Ew.
0: oh what was that
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Dollhouse after that?
2: Well, she doesn't know that happened.
0: (laughs) She doesn't know we know. (laughs) That's fucked up. Oh my god, that's dramatic. Wind! Fighting with the curtains. Oh my god, the curtains are taking over. Wind! Holy shit.
2: This is like Omen, this bit.
0: This is totally creepy children and creepy dolls in the same movie. No, 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 no. Like, you can see, like, she's lure, she's going towards the dollhouse. Like, slowly going towards the dollhouse. And then the, um, and just as she, and the thing, you can see the doll's hand opening the door as well. Yeah. And you're like, this is fucking creepy, man. Like, I would be, nope, drop this. Ain't happening. Nope, too creepy, too much. But then the housemaid stops it. Yeah. And right in the nick of time, actually. But she goes like, no, go away. Come on, come here. Mm. Like drags her out, out of the dollhouse and into the outside. The uh, the locking sequence. Like, so the whole door, the whole house is now suddenly locked. Yeah. Which does... it, it's
2: Because it's like, a, it's a bit stormy, isn't it? It's windy. So the, the door, the back door blows yep. closed behind yes. them. So she go. the maid says... You wait here. <laughs> this is, yeah. And I'll go around the front. Why is the kid waiting there? Yeah, this is the thing. Like,
1: It's if,
0: just an annoying plot device thing to split them up, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, that feels like a bad plot device. Because yeah. really, she would have taken her everywhere, mm. you know, so that the doll, you know, well, actually, because, you know, you you are the housemaid, but you're also, like, what seems to be, like, part nanny as well. Yeah. You should keep an eye, keep an eye on the kid, man. Mm. The kid's, like, in—it it's going out alone on a stormy night to a dollhouse that clearly is being lured by some kind of hypnotic possession or something. Yeah. Don't leave her alone. Yeah, so she goes around the front and that's yeah. locked. And that's locked. And so it's like, where do I have to go? She goes to the basement and it's, yeah, so, okay, so now you're in a basement. She's looking at this place like she's never been there before. Yeah. She's supposed to be the housemaid.
2: Yeah, I suppose like the, that area is maybe somewhere that they don't go that much
0: because it's a bit neglected, isn't it? Like, yeah. yeah. So she goes into the basement, right, and she puts in the light. It's like, cha ching! It's like, it's like the poor light bulb above her head. And suddenly she knows things are going to move and things are being a bit weird. And that is when Dolly Dearest appears and stabs her in the shoulder with a pair of scissors. Yeah. It's like, ha ha! And this is a th- and this is the thing I want you. To, uh, I want to ask, right? This is she doesn't technically start talking here, although she does do a little bit of talking throughout the movie before this. But she seems to say a couple of lines to the daughter, but like really mumbly and like in a satanic language. Yeah. Now she starts speaking in English, mm. and it's really. Off-putting. Yeah. And a bit weird, because she sounds it, like a gremlin. Yeah, it is like Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Yeah. It's like, I'm getting you, my pretty. It's, it sounds like a really like sort of gremlin sort of tone. Surprise! Yeah. It's like... Ugh.
2: It doesn't sound right to me. It would be much scarier if it, the doll didn't talk. Yes. And it would completely mute, but doing lots of creepy stuff. And, very, and it shows that she's very smart. Yes uh a bit i suppose, like like a michael myers but miniature michael myers type thing oh right? that would have been awesome yeah a bit like you know how cuz it's a devil child yes a bit how like what michael myers is like when he's a little boy but that's the thing she literally runs like
1: <laughs>
2: what and literally jumps and stabs the housemaid in the shoulder. Yeah. And <laughs> was it's a bit that actually the jump scare genuinely got you?
0: Yeah, because like, wha? It's like, what? where did you come from? <sighs> Yeah. Alright, and then so she's stumbling around, and 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 then, and then she's being pushed around by the doll, and then she falls. And I don't know what it is, It feels like she's been slashed open or something, or at least or well, look like an uppercut. I'm sorry, because the doll goes, and it goes, it goes like Mortal Combat, yeah. flies into a pool of water. Yeah, and then Dolly Dearest throws a light bulb in it. I'm not quite sure why there is a big sort of pool, pool of, of water, water in the basement. No. I don't know. Is for? Don't know. Uh, she falls in a bath of water and then gets electrocuted. Yeah, but I do like how she gets electrocuted though, because she she does look like she's fl- like a flopping fish. Mm. Like, <laughs> and then just like, and then just becomes a floater. <laughs> yeah. well, no, she sinks, is not she? Yeah, but she she like this and it just goes. Yeah, it's funny though, because yeah, you know, I always kind of funny how about in movies how people play electrocuted. Yeah. Because obviously, uh, th- when someone's actually electrocuted, they don't usually, like, vibrate or, like, crazy. They kind of just say, like, Zzz, and then just fly off most of the time, yeah. right? But but this was like, oh, no, I'm electrocuted. Oh, dear, I'm electrocuted. Yeah. Oh, no. I
2: think it would be... So if it was in water, Yeah, I think it would be more, like, rigid and kind of, like... Vibrating, rigid and
0: sparking eyes. Yeah. I, I, I love it. Like I, I think you have to go. Uh, this is the thing. I think it could have been gory and more nasty that day. Yeah. Like I think her eyes should have just popped up or something like that. Yeah, because uh, she's a bit too flappy, isn't she? Like... Flappy hands. Yeah. It, it kind of looks like someone learning to swim. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No. This is the thing. Like, Where, where is everybody else? Uh, the daughter, the mother is the mother's out somewhere, mm. and the father's in the factory, and the and and, and the brother is just in his room chilling with his headphones on, reading another stupid book. Yeah. I was like, what the hell, man? I hate this kid. Um, and so they find... And then eventually they find, they find like, a, they find her, they find Jessica, with the door wide open for the back, suddenly open, wind blazing mm. and stuff like that. Because I love this bit, because... Uh, because they're trying to find Jessica. It's like, where's Jessica? Where is Jessica? And then I think it's as they're running around, like, glass, like, breaks through, and, like, she has a moment fighting against a curtain. And it's just like, oh, no, I need to find the... What's happening? And then finally, they see her, Jessica. Yeah. In full demon mode by this point. Yeah. Drenched in water from the rain, with Dolly, dearest daddy, right next to her, just staring soulless. Yeah. It's a really creepy moment, I think. And no interaction from this point onwards. Because she gives a. Ho- that kid gives an amazing death glare. Mm. Just staring, like, into your soul. Like, you're about to laser beams. And so... <laughs> and, so uh, and there's a moment where it says, like, are you all right? Are you OK? And she just, like, turns her head, like, almost towards the audience and just stares for a while. Yeah. It's like, ooh, you're creepy. Creepy children are definitely... Yeah. She's
2: definitely the best
0: actor, the little actor. Because she she's total sass. Really good, yeah.
2: Professor Come on. Photos from have arrived.
0: At last. It's Reptorn. Is he... Is he just a regular... Is he a, Is he an American or is he supposed to be a... Or is he supposed well, to be a Mexican? Think, be the American, I think.
1: I'm not sure.
0: Hmm.
1: Have you ever seen the symbol before? No, sir. I'm, looking... I'm certain it's not
0: my, name. my I don't know. I can't... Why
1: is <laughs> it? the sarcophagus, have they? Oh my so god, is it Rip
0: long trying to do a Mexican
1: accent? Well, Bob and I were friends for over 30 years. Did you know that?
0: It sounds a bit off, you know what I mean? Can't place it. I'm going to say that his him trying to do like intellectual okay. Mexican. Sorry. And if that's the case, my long god long they had to hire Riptord for that.
2: I would have seen her <laughs> me really scared
0: me. There's no reason Rip Torn gets introduced. <laughs> now. The faux Mexican. This is a thing. Faux Mexican. Right, I'm going with faux Mexican here. Because we're first introduced because there's pictures from the archeo- there's Apparently there's some photos from the archaeological dig. Mm. Which confuses us because it stars the person who's the archaeologist in the photos, but there's nobody else there, clearly. Mm. So who the fuck took the photos? <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck took the photos, man? What the hell? So this, so in this, uh, so basically in the Mexican School of of uh, of archaeology, mm. right? Rip Tord appears as a professor of archaeology, whatever it is, clearly, and looks at photographs, saying, "Ah, yes, this is this is basically uh, what's the name of the language again? Sansia. Sansia, yeah. It's so, like this is clearly from the, this Sansia. but I haven't heard from him in ages. Right? I am going to go now and go and uh, go and find him. It sounds like that. Basically, he sounds he sounds, sounds a little off.
2: I love the way you put that. Like, I've heard from there for ages. I text him, but he didn't text me back. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's basically that, isn't it? But this is, this is the thing I find funny, right? He is supposed to be a Mexican, Yeah. Yeah. But he speaks English the entire time. Yeah. It's like he's not fully committing to the Mexican accent. (laughs) And not only is he not fully committed to the Mexican accent, he says a couple of Spanish words here and there. But when he's also talking to other Mexicans, he's speaking in English with a Mexican accent. Yeah. And so it's like, what are you? He's like... (laughs) Learn Spanish, (laughs) Riptorn! Yeah. I I still can't work
2: out whether uh, he's meant to be Mexican. Like, sort of... uh... Well educated
0: Mexican. Yes. I'm thinking he's supposed to be a well educated Mexican. Yeah. Or he's an American who has been who, who has lived in Mexico for so long, he's picked up a Mexican accent. But yeah. then even if you've lived there for so long, you would obviously speak Spanish to the other locals. Yeah. So we, really Rip told a bit know. shit. We don't know what he is. Rip told a bit shit, basically. So he then goes to the toy factory Mm. and talks to Elliot and talks to the son in particular, right? Because the the son is a bastard, right? I'm now going to have my moment. I'm going to get on my soapbox. I don't like him at all, right? He's a brat and I don't like him because he, he he finds the archaeological dig now emptied, like nothing's, no one's there, right? Yeah. And just has the gull to start looking around, picking up shit. Bold as brass. Bold as brass, just picking up shit, gets gets like the map, the blueprints, starts playing around with the tools and even goes fucking exploring mm. in a tomb all by himself like he knows his shit. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> And when Rip Torn comes in, he literally is me. He's like, he's like, he literally is me. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, what the fuck are you doing here? That's a dangerous place. You should never go alone." Although this archaeologist didn't fuck the, other, the previous archaeologist fucking know about never going alone because mm. he fuck he did it alone, didn't he? Yeah. And then Rip Torn does it alone later on. He doesn't learn anything. These archaeologists do not know how to go in packs. Now get a team together, for God's sake. You know, find Manuel and a few other peeps. Just fucking go nuts there. <laughs>
1: Come on! Son of a bitch!
0: Hi, uh, you're the archaeologist from the university?
1: Hi, I'm Jimmy Waite. My dad owns the factory there. Son, the sign up there says no passe. It means this entire area is off limits, so please take a hike. Okay, but you're going to need my help when you get
0: down in there. What a cocky son of a bitch! See, the top is caved in. The opening's too
2: small. You'll be able to squeeze through.
1: I'll take my chance.
2: I'll wait.
0: I really hate that kid. <laughs> oh, my God, he deserves a punching. Fucking hell.
1: <laughs> it's like... <laughs> is it just,
2: the whole Rip Torn thing is a silly silly name, isn't it? Because they both bas- basically the sa-
0: mean <laughs> the same thing. Rip And torn. It's like being called like dick cock. Dick cock. I I love the fact that you know out of all this, it's just me saying rip torn is what's making you laugh, not the fact that he has only been in this movie so far for five minutes, and he's playing a Mexican. Look,
1: I appreciate your fondness for exploration, but we'll both just have to wait to see what's inside the crypt. Oh, I knew there was a crypt. Hey, come back. <laughs> Rip, t- is. Rip Torn is
2: the
0: only known actor in this. Yeah.
1: Everyone else,
0: no one really knows him. Like, <laughs> thank, God, thank God I don't know them. Because I swear, whoever's played that fucking kid will get a smack from me. I think I've just found the headquarters of the Head Shrink Society. No, it's... Ah, ow. Never do that
2: again. Oh. Yeah. You know, um...
0: Go on Riptor, give him a smack around the ear.
2: I wanted to be prepared for
0: it, so. <laughs> I really don't like <laughs> that brat
1: university and it, me only being in seventh grade. I just didn't want you to think that I couldn't handle the job, because I can't. I can handle the job. What mm-hmm. job? Your assistant. Does your dad's factory have a phone? Oh sure, of course, fun. I'll let you use it.
0: He's like sleazy 80 stockbroker guy. But like as a 12-year-old.
1: I'll go get
0: my dad. Oh, so what a throw him out a window. So Rip Torn actually goes to the archaeol goes to the site of the of the tomb, and the kid is already playing around there. And you can see like the kid's like, oh, you know, I've already discovered this. You know, it's it's a dead it's like it's a dead language. Clearly, like he's done his research and shit. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's a tomb in there, isn't it? It's he's, like, a, he's a massive know it all, isn't
2: he? He thinks he knows everything, and he's only a little like what? How old is he? Like thirteen or something? I hate
0: him. <laughs> I hate him so much. He he, he also has a very punchable face, (laughs) and I I think, and and I don't want to put so much hatred on
2: this kid. Yeah, I I didn't have that much, that much hate towards him. I I do find him a little bit annoying, but uh, I was, I was
0: praying. (laughs) I was laughing at your reaction to him. I was praying (laughs) that he would be killed by Dolly. I was praying that he would be at least hurt. To some capacity. Yeah. But nope. So they both go in this time round because he literally grabs a hat and runs in. It's the cocky son of a bitch. So told has to follow him. Mm. And so they, they they find their way into the tomb and the front entrance is completely covered by dirt. Right? Fully covered by dirt.
2: Oh, I remember why he... His like selling point to yeah. get him to come in is like, yeah, there's a little
0: gap and you will not able to get through it. I, only I will be able to get through it. Yeah, he said that. Well, you know, it's like you can't get through it. And Riptorn said, like, "I'll take my chances." Yeah, like I'll take like, like that. Like, I'll take my chances. So like, okay, and then and but unfortunately, but you've seen Riptorn. He's 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 a bit of a big bloke. Yeah, he could fit in there. So he's kind of reluctant, going, fuck it, kid. Go on, get in there. So, he, so he's sweeping up the dirt and looks at it. And, he lo- and it looks like this really cheap-ass sort of head-shrinker temple mm. with the tiny skulls. It looks like something like, um... What was it? Um... What was that, um... Game show? Do you remember that game show from Nickelodeon where there's a bunch of kids running around a temple? Like the Aztec zone in Crystal Maze. <laughs> yes! It looks like the Aztec zone in Crystal Maze. Um... Legends of the Hidden Temple. That's it. It looks like it totally looks like something off the set of the of the Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. Which it, so it looks it looked quite cheap, and and it's like what do you see in there? It's like I see skulls and shit, you know. So it doesn't really give much point, and so. Basically, then from that point onwards, that you know, Riptorn and his now claimed new assistant, which I love because Riptorn's just ripping on him. It's like, Oh, him? Sure, yeah. Oh, he's totally my assistant. Like, he's giving some sh- shit to the kid. And I'm like, Well done. <laughs> Riptorn's ripping. Riptorn has ripped him a new one <laughs> several times. By that point, we now discover, right, that this ancient. Underground devil cult had created a goat child—the mm. body of an infant and a head of a goat. Yeah, that had—I love this—had to be at, was uh, had to live off the blood of sacrificed children. Mm. So metal and um, and. And had to feed off the flesh of had to feed off the flesh of the evil, and apparently his power was so powerful that it nearly destroyed the entire colony. So they had to kill it and bury it and put him in a tomb to to close it off so no one could ever have this again. Right?
2: Mm. I mean, because they, they established the whole goat head thing. Yeah, wouldn't it have been cool to like in some weird nightmare flashes to have. The doll
0: with a, the with a goat head. Like. Yeah, the doll with the goat head or Jessica yeah. with the goat head. Oh!
2: Yeah, I think... Creepy or, girl with
0: a goat I think head. that kind of stuff would have been awesome. That's the thing is, like, this is what we've mentioned. This movie's three different things at once. Yeah. But doesn't go further enough into it. If mm. we're going satanic cult... We should have totally gone with goat heads and more, and maybe a, a, a whole sequence of the satanic ritual being acted out or yeah. something. Or like was just, like. Just imagine, like, a, a, a scene, right? The little girl with a goat
2: head and, like, blood's running down the walls of the room. So
0: metal! <laughs> <laughs> it would be fucking awesome. That would have been fucking ace. Yeah. You know? And I think that's what this movie needed. It needed yeah. more. Either, basically, this movie needs more Satan. What are you doing? I thought that you'd be more comfortable if Dolly slept over there in the chair. Don't touch her. Jessica, I'm taking the doll out of the bed
1: and I don't want to hear another word about it. I'll
0: kill
2: you!
1: I'll
0: kill you if you try to separate us. Uh-oh. Meet her with your voice. Oh, come on, you brat!
2: <sighs> Neat trick, man. It's the evil doll. Oh, my God. Of course Daddy sees the innocent little girl.
0: How? You walked in the room We went like... Brruh,
1: brruh, brruh, brruh. Jimmy, go to your room. <sighs> she said she'd kill me if you'd heard her voice that
2: Changing, she's she's changing. It's... Puberty's so, hit her really hard, it's really early as well. I said about six. All right.
1: Don't you see it? I'm tired. I'm hungry. It's the middle of the night. I need a burrito. <laughs> God damn it!
2: Woman, make me the, a uh, sandwich. The dad in this bugs me. I, I think he's yeah. probably the worst actor in the film. He's yeah. just like not very convincing. He's just. This, I mean, I won't spoil it. There's bits, like, later where he reacts stupidly to
0: situations and it's like, yeah. you're shit, mate. You're really shit. I think everyone here's a bit shit. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, like, not by acting entirely. Like, by character. Mm. I hate the I hate the brother. The, the sister is the only good bit, but she's, when she's so insincere, I just want to fucking throw her out a window. The dad's not really that caring and the only one's the mother, but the mother can't act. Mm. The mother is going bonkers, mm. convinced that the doll as as is totally influencing their child. Yeah, like there's a sequence where the mother goes up to the bedroom where, and it's the first time. It's like, oh, we're going to some crazy demonic shit, which is awesome, like possessed child thing. Yeah, where um, the mother's gone to the bedroom and says like. And it's like, what are you doing, Jessica? You know, Jessica is, is like, what are you doing? It's like, wouldn't it be OK if I can just... It's like, you need to sleep properly, hun. Let me move Dolly out of the room and you can sleep properly. And she's like, no, no. And then she goes, no, you bitch. No, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> he like the honey monster. <laughs> 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 um, honestly, it, that was like, whoa, that's awesome, right? <laughs> and this is the thing that's really sort of shitty, right? The kid walks in knowing this and goes, whoa. It's like, whoa, cool voice change, man. <laughs> He's just so nice I hate him. I hate him so much. This—that's not the right time for your sass, sir. Yeah, but the thing is, later on,
2: he—the little boy gets the hero shot, doesn't he? Yes,
0: he does. I fucking hate him for it. What a dick. I hate him. Um. So the mother is now getting like she's going off a rocker, but she's genuinely convinced that something's up with the doll, right? Mm. And so she's starting to hear all the nonsense that Rip Torn's talking to the father about. About, you know, like, it's the Sansa, you know, Sansia. It's the, the devil, the devil language and all this kind of stuff. So now she's putting two and two together. Because she's literally, at one point, I love the line, she's like, I don't know, I'm just trying to make sense of all this. Like, we, we're also trying to make sense of this too, hun. Yeah. You know, it's like, you're in our heads. So she then goes to Rip Torn and says, like, what is this? Like, let me figure it out. And starts talking about these things, about religion, and, and, you know, and this is sort of supposed to be, like, you know, the exorcist sequence. Yeah. It's like saying, how do you go about getting an exorcism kind of thing? It's more like, how do I go about trying to prove that this doll's, like, fucking demon... Like, you know, the devil and shit. So, go... So, have the conversation, and Rip Torn... I think Rip Torn and her go to a nunnery, but it it just jumps. It's like the... The maid
2: was talking about her sister that was a nun, who happened, yeah, yeah, so, a sister but, who happens to be a sister. I don't think it said uh, it. I don't think she goes to see her sister though. Does she? Oh no, she does. Yeah, she
1: does. She yeah, does. Yeah, that, that
2: is her sister, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So but, that's the connection. That's why she goes there. Yeah, but it's really
0: bizarre. Mm. <laughs> the nuns just sitting there going like, "It's too late now. you just got to pray. Just pray, pray your losses, man. You know, she's gone." Doll's gone. We're all doomed, motherfucker. And she's just trying to get some like information from me, like she's
2: saying like, well, could could the devil be a doll? And she's just like, well, it takes many
0: forms. Just like general, so chit-chat. vague. Yeah. I'm thinking like, you are no help. This entire sequence was basically pointless, except for probably one of the best lines in the movie. What is
1: happening to my daughter? How can I stop it? It's too late. Spirit of the sun, your devil child has been set free. It's
2: too late. Listen to me. I am not losing my daughter to a goddamn nine hundred year old goat head.
0: That's a sentence. How do you say that with a straight face? Nine hundred year old. That's, a, that's probably one, one of the best lines in the movie to I am not going to lose my daughter to a nine hundred year old goat head. <laughs> what a sentence. of <laughs> Hello, Riptorn. Rip Riptorn.
1: Rip <laughs> Why did he need to he
0: didn't need to be there?
2: I don't know. to believe that Milwaukee's insanity. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I have a husband who thinks it's insanity and I'm inclined to agree with him. But I have a daughter at home who's being controlled by a fucking doll.
1: Now you tell me what the hell that is. An
0: overactive imagination. Or gin. <laughs> Where
2: the music come from there? Yeah, the music's a bit random in terms... I mean, I, I do like the music, but in terms of the placement of the music... Dun, dun, it's, dun. Yeah. it's weird, because there's scenes where there's no fucking music
0: and it seems like there should be. And then there's scenes where there's too much music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's doing that slow-motion thing again. Uh, I can't. This mother does not know how to open doors. <laughs> like, I'm convinced. Like, doors are, like, foreign to her.
1: Are you in there?
0: She doesn't know if it's a pull or a push. It almost seems like when she
2: goes to the door, it's like a Resident Evil loading screen. Like.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Christ. <laughs> got a shotgun and she's ready to blow him away yes maybe that's something I like with movies like this I love like when mum's got a sh- like mommy's got a shotgun because mm. that's just instantly cooler like than it should be suddenly at look, look, look the sound the drums going Phil Collins,
2: Phil Collins' epileptic fit. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, hello. We're
1: going for a ride.
0: It's a doll. Just kick it. Let's
1: play
0: with
1: oh. oh. Don't let
0: Oh, no. Play with this bitch.
1: Yeah, what?
0: (laughs) Play with this bitch. I just find it more funny the doll fucking flew through the fucking door.
1: What the hell, man?
0: Goes in, and finally, the doll suddenly appears at the front door and goes, yes. You're not gonna get me this time. Ah! And says, like, Jessica, go! And like literally summons Jessica to go and starts biting on the mother's neck and starts going, nom, 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 like a gremlin. And I. Okay, because I don't like the kid, I'm really fucking annoyed that this happened. Yeah, but obviously the mum dropped a shotgun, and so the kid gets the shotgun. He picks
2: it up for a bit, and he's kind of fumbling around for a bit. For he's kind of realizing how to use it for a moment.
0: Yeah, because it shoots the one bullet up in the ceiling. Yeah, which is really bad fucking aim. And then aims it, uses the shotgun, blows the doll away. The doll goes flying through the door... Yeah. ..and leaves, like, a doll,
2: like, outline print. <laughs> kind of thing. It makes it perfectly, like, sort
0: of, uh, A hole in the wood. Like. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. It's like... It's the, like the visual effects of on that one was ridiculous. we the Now, this is a time where the, the, the father escapes, mm. right? So the father sort of escapes... Uh, is, is going like oh it's like close, if the father escapes the place because he needs to go back to the house because he, he knows about all this weird stuff's going on oh he leaves the the yeah, caretaker the caretaker of the place on his own yeah. where he has a weird moment because he feels because he's playing around with the dolls a bit mm. a bit flirtatiously to my liking yeah. <laughs> he's like got he's
2: cooking a burrito and he's sort of like dancing around and he's sort of drinking tequila yeah and he's sort of uh, flirting with the doll he's put a doll on the counter hasn't he yeah and he's kind of, like, being flirtatious with the doll. It's weird, because if he, if the doll was alive,
0: it'd be a little girl. Like. It's like, Err. then Then realise the other dolls are alive, because the other dolls are, like, running around. They distract him. And then suddenly, just one of them pops out of the box and goes, surprise! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then
2: he's, like, actually shitting himself at that point. He sh- he?
0: Oh, no, two dolls, three dolls. And one literally throws g- f- his hand into a sewing machine. Yeah, And it's kind of gross actually. To be honest, that's the grossest looking sort of death in the
2: whole movie. It's very, it makes it's very, it makes you very squeamish. It's like you can look at it again.
0: Line ha You did not see that. You're also a little drunk on the tequila. This
2: bit's kind of weird because it's kind of like flirting with the doll. Oh.
1: I heard some tap dancing shoes. I'll be right back. Hold my dance for later. Keep an eye on my tortilla. Ooh! (laughs) Ooh!
2: (laughs) Fuck. <laughs> Fucking cat jump scares. They were like... Is it, uh,
0: they're the dude. worst. I hate those. <laughs> 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 Finally, some more killer doll action. And they're just twitching.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh! Oh, no! Oh, just oh fucking just rip it! Ah! Oh my god, what's happening? Heart attack?
2: Yeah. You need to see his bare, open chest.
0: Oh my god, it's it's pumping. That is so weird. What was that? Lazy eye, that one. It's like a, uh... Bye. What the hell?
2: <laughs> I love, like, the animatronic uh, doll. Like, the in- there's, like, different levels of, of, of uh, the doll being animated. But, like, yeah. the in-between one, like that, you just saw... It's just a bit lazy. It's kind of, like, smirking. She's, like, kind of going... Mm-hmm. I got you, bitch. Hello. <laughs> Mysteriously dies of a heart attack. <laughs> With his heart really
0: sort of coming out of his chest, <laughs> it looks—it looks like made out of plasticine. It looks so weird, and like blah, 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 yeah, you blah, see blah. a big
2: pulsating on his on his chest. Yeah, and but what was weird mm. was the fact that because they wanted to show that effect, he starts, like... stripping his shirt.
0: Oh, no! He does, like, a Superman move where he kind of opens his shirt. Yes! <laughs> and it makes me think, like, what's the heart attack? It's the heart attack from demonic possession. That's what I thought at the beginning. It's like, oh, wait a minute. What if he's now possessed? Like, whoa! Okay, that's that, that would be terrified, but no. No, it's just the fact that he, he's
2: so scared and then gets attacked by the sewing machine and then, like, I think he just has a heart
0: attack from fear and, like... Just, there you go. Yeah. Right? Mm. But we're going to do some weird stuff, like the doll's running around, the doll's clearly trying to kill kill him, and there's a head. Doll head. The doll, yeah. the doll head. Just a severed head. Well, not severed head, but just a
2: head on its own. Like, yes. on a stick or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, all he walks past it... And a long tongue (laughs) comes out of the mouth,
0: (laughs) flapping around. Uh, It's like a lizard tongue, isn't it? And it it literally goes... (laughs) And it's, again, never introduced to the movie again. Like, do all the other dolls have this? Do all the other dolls have killer tongues? That would have been badass.
2: It's a really funny, weird moment. (laughs)
0: Oh, what have you unleashed, Ripton? Oh my god,
1: it's true. It is true. What have I done?
0: The devil child. The nine hundred year old goat head. <laughs> What is this, Mops? What is this stupidity? (laughs) No! It's going into the goop!
2: So many evil giggles going
1: on.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. Ooh, Daddy's gonna get dipped. Don't put him into the dip! You no, want to
1: be next? No.
0: Oh, no. Fight the Riptorn! You kill the power! On the wall! I have to kill the power! You need to kill the power! <laughs> You've got it now! Well done. Oh, Throwing like cartoon dynamite all over the place. <laughs> oh! Oh, 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 okay, it's just a knee. For one second, I swear to God, I thought he hit him in the nuts.
2: <laughs> he missed his line, that, like where wow, it was sort of really underwhelming <laughs> line. I'll just remind him of it.
0: A bit, all right, great. go, on, go. On, we have to go back then. I'm sorry, just uh, I, I, I was just so just it, it genuinely looked like the doll's gonna stab him. Stab him in the nuts and just totally missed that. Right, watch this. Go. Watch, watch the dad's reaction. It's great.
1: <laughs> Bastards! <laughs> Bastards! <laughs> He's what?
0: Stabbed He's in the leg and he just goes. Oh, you bastard! Oh, you bastard! Ah, <laughs> oh, no. So by this point, the the son finds the um, the dead caretaker, and so so by this point, the you know runs with the dad, and so on. And the dad goes, "I'll go investigate." Gets caught up by gets mobbed by all the dolls and gets tied up in this really sort of comical manner. But uh,
2: you've got to mention the bit where he gets stabbed in the leg. Yes, with some scissors, and he goes, "You bastards!"
0: Literally like that. <laughs> Come on, bottoms. Put your bottom into it. It's more like an inconvenience. Oh fuck! What the um, hell? And says, and basically, it's like we need to we need to blow this up. We need to blow it all up. And so he and so he goes and gets cartoon dynamite, basically, and starts and trying to blow it all up. But I love how the dolls are trying to like take it out.
2: But it's great though because like it is like very cartoony. One of them yeah. picks it up and like goes hmm.
0: Like, oh, yes! <laughs> it's, it's like they found a missing one. And I love this bit, because it's like, quickly, you got to get out of here. The crypt's about to... <sighs> Explode! It seems really...
2: You know when set the dynamite? Yes. It seems really dangerous because they haven't got, like, a long fuse on it. they just, like, yeah. literally got short fuses. And they set it, and they're, like, in the room right next to it. Yeah, goes running, it goes
0: running... Runs to the other side... Walks to the other side... Walks to the other side of the yes. room. Throws another one. Throws another one. Throws another one. Like, the, basically, they're over-bombarding them with dynamite. The way it ends gives you the impression that there's going that something else is going to happen. Yeah, because it kind of zooms into the remains of this now burnt down factory. Well, it's the doorway. Yes.
2: Yeah, the doorway of the factory, and it just you just expect the doll to walk through
0: the door. But I love it if the doll walk through the door like on fire, holding yeah. a knife, going like, "I'm still here, bitches."
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just another example of the movie not. Going that much little bit further. Yes. It's like it's setting us something cool up that's like, oh, this is gonna be awesome, and then it doesn't happen. Yeah, like that's really a kind of anticlimactic. And I understand possibly the director wanted that to keep it on a cliffhanger so that you talk about it afterwards, so you think like, oh what did do you think the doll's still alive? Yeah But it's not it's not enough for it to be a big talking point. It's, it's almost frustrating instead.
0: And I think the movie itself has a lot, had so much promise if it just stick to one thing. Yeah. But it didn't. And I think all the funny bits are great and some of the good bits are great, but I don't think there's enough there that I can properly tell it like this is a good, trashy movie to sit down and enjoy properly. I I mean, I can watch it again, but it's more like, because I know the good bits now. mm but, as a whole it 's just missing something it 's not giving you the conclusions and the payoffs that you want,
2: yeah, I think for me, I think my own nostalgia yeah. for the movie kind of clouds my judgment of, of 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 the movie in general, because I think if i didn 't have that attached to the if i didn 't have that attached to the film mm. and i, I didn 't remember it at all, and i did, never, never heard of it before, and I was seeing it for the first time, like sort of at this age. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't have the same uh, opinion on it. I think it's just the fact that I remember it from when I was a little kid, Yeah. and that is making me like it more
0: than I should. Maybe. Yeah, I think you know that's genuinely yeah. the case. It's the, mm. it's a nostalgia factor for this one. Yeah. I think, especially as well, seeing it on VHS it must have really brought up those memories.
2: Yeah, but it's it's also great because I have a fondness. This is what one of the reasons why we do this show. I have a fondness for. Uh, bad movies sometimes yeah. in terms of, like, ones... Even the ones that don't push it far enough because yeah. uh, there's just... Sometimes there's so much charm to movies like this. I do find it frustrating that it doesn't push itself because mm. it's like when we were discussing it, the ideas we were coming up with were
0: Were great, better, were well, awesome.
2: So if it just carried it to that level, it could have even... Uh, even though it's a rip-off movie, people would have take, taken more notice of it because it's like, well, actually, yeah, it's, 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 it's took the idea of child's play, but it's really got its own identity. But it Exactly. Doesn't, but because it doesn't push itself that far enough, it, it doesn't get that respect. Yeah. So
0: this is the thing that I'm thinking, then. Mm. I mean, I don't know if the rights are available for this, but... Maybe you and I should just—we have some great ideas. Maybe you and I should just fucking make do a remake of uh, Dolly Dearest. Yeah, remake of Dolly Dearest, full blown gore and Satan. Thing is
2: though, the I think the only way you could get that distributed is if you you presented it to like Shudder
0: or something. Oh, oh, I'd be up for that. Yeah, Dolly Dearest, the remake. Oh, I'd be up for that. Right, so that's the end of the episode. Now, we did a rip-off movie this time around, right? Yeah. I am quite tempted to do another rip-off movie. Yeah. So, something that's a bit more direct, something a little bit more awesome, something a little bit more action-y, and something really peculiar. Mm. So, do leave that as a teaser in mind. So, keep an eye on your trash. There might be some treasure in there. See you guys next time.
2: See you guys. (laughs)
0: Trash Tapes is a podcast created by Enigmatic Productions. It is hosted and created by Johan Paul and co-starring Edward Harvey. If you like what you hear, subscribe to the podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Acast, and Buzzsprout. You can also find more information about us on our social media sites. We have an Instagram which uh, which is under Enigmatic Productions. Uh, we have a Facebook page called Under Studio Enigmatic, and we have a Twitter under Enigmatic_UK. For more information on the on the other kind of products and projects we're up to, check out our website at www.enigmaticproductions.co.uk. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode and hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please share it around with movie lovers you know, maybe add a star rating or write a good review. All of this helps with the algorithm and provides us with more opportunities to reach the ears to a whole new bunch of bad film fanatics. Want to find out more about us? Then head over to our socials, where we provide sneak peeks and up-to-date news on everything nostalgic and trashy. You can find our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages in the description. So please, follow us. See you next time, cinephiles.